Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. Two fools fighting the colonialist patriarchy and capitalism's unfeeling robot army of exploitation and nihilistic emptiness. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we're going to talk about freedom. Freedom. Because I'm free. You are. And uh, what it means and how it's... Whether it's real, whether it exists... Whether I think it's, I think the concept of freedom freedom is regularly used to hurt people, particularly in America, um, and yeah, just it's just self, self personal autonomy and all that kind of thing. It is a big topic, actually, isn't it? Now I can't think of a single bullet <laughs> bullet point. When I think of freedom, I think of mostly I think of not being restricted. Mm. It's really. You know, it's like, no, yeah, don't you tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah, that, like, uh, that sort of railing against authority, like, having to do what other people say, having to impress other people, having to kind of, like, limit your own self in order to fit into some sort of someone else's idea of what should be real. I've just, like, or just even, you know, the, the whole... The way that we are categorised by society and kind of forced into little boxes and all that kind of thing. But anyway, this is what? as I um, as I had my last day of contracting, hopefully ever. We'll see how that goes yesterday. So I am at the freest I have ever been. And yet I still got up at 6am, did an hour at the gym and got here to do the podcast record. Um, so yeah, so should we uh, get into it? Yes, let's do it. How's it going? It's. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say it's going really, but it is. I've had a lovely week. I have had a lovely week. I have been productive. Uh, I'm watching you drink out of your grand podcast mug. I don't think I brought a grand podcast mug with me. I am scandalised by that. And I'm starting to wonder if you're taking this podcast seriously. I brought my grand podcast sack with me. Oh, did you use it? Have you used that for anything? Yeah, I've used it. It it contains all my um, random sports gear, like rubber bands and, you know, stretchy things. Right. So it's sort of like a stinky bag. (laughs) No, no, nothing in there is stinky. It's the equipment, not the clothing. Okay, fair enough. Um, So, yes, so that's what we used it for. And uh, so, yes, I've had a productive week off the back of our last podcast where we did our How to Be Your Own Boss uh, uh, a couple of things you said stuck in my head, so I I did a good job, I think, of staying focused, keeping delivery in mind. I listened, to, I I listened to our podcast. Psych. I took out my electric bicycle. Mm. I've I've really I I am a definite convert, certainly for that kind of like going to the shops because it's been very hot, mm, and getting yeah, on an electric bicycle and cycling ten kilometers to the bigger supermarket in the DIY shop is definitely doable even mm. when it's very hot because 
you don't work so hard. So I was very mm. happy to be using my bicycle for exactly what I had pictured it for. Excellent. So excellent. I went and bought rubble bags. <laughs> you brought rubble bags back on your yeah. bike. Yeah. But not full of rubble. They were empty. Oh, but I empty needed rubble, rubble bags. bags. Yeah. Right. I needed to okay. go and buy rubble bags. And then, and I listened to my podcast, not through headphones. I, I transmitted it to the world because uh. <laughs> I had my phone on my handlebars. And I thought, I don't right. want headphones in because it's too mental. Mm. No. So I am. Um, so there you go. So I listened to my to that. And that helped me this week. Stayed focused. Enjoyed. I'm feeling I'm going to just take some credit for that and say, well, you're welcome. Please do. Please do. <laughs> no, I like I'm, that no, sort I'm of... happy that you got something out of that because I thought it was a good one. Yeah, I did the uh, I like the uh, maker versus manager mode as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. That helps because uh... then you can sort of like if you do have to shift, it gives you that sort of no, I'm, I'm in maker mode now. Yes. Get off me. Go me away. <laughs> hand 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 up in a full stop signal. No. Yes. Uh, so yes, I've enjoyed my week and it's been lovely and warm. Yeah. So there you go. Good week. What about you, Michael? I'm uh yeah, I'm free as of yesterday and although it's tempting I'm sure like some people would expect the next thing to do would be to let's just have some time off. I can just stay in bed all day. I can just do anything. But what I'm trying to like internalize is I am not walking out through an open field on holiday i am i've just scaled the walls of the prison and like jumped over and the sirens are going off and there's shotguns going off there's dogs coming after me i've got to run i've got to like scrabble and scrape and find a disguise and this is prison break season two for me now like if i do not evade re i don't want to get captured again by <laughs> by having to do that like someone else's stuff i want to just get keep my freedom so that's that's the sort of that's what I'm trying to keep in my mind and like make sure that I I don't forget that but also I think um I don't know like I think I probably need to give myself a little bit of a break as well but I don't know we'll see I think um, your, your then, framing of it sounds enormously stressful I know I know but it's like I don't want to relax because then I'm just gonna get they, forced they into you. I, I, I want to give myself a little bit more more slack than i have in the past certainly but i also want to sort of like remember that i am on the run now so i'm free but that's there's a difference between being free to just chill and free at that you have to work for which is where i still am because i was not born into a very rich family um <laughs> and yes <laughs> quite and in other things like I got my first real Patreon supporter this week, two dollars a month on my Michael Forrest uh, YouTube. So that's always that's a nice sign. Um, dinner on you. Dinner on me. <laughs> <laughs> also, have you seen uh, Bitcoin's up? Bitcoin was up. It hit like ten, eleven grand yesterday. Brilliant. Um, it's been down at like four. It's been languishing. So my, I'm, I'm like, there we go. I'm Are you rich again? Some, I'm not rich, but like at least like that Bitcoin I bought like nearly two years ago is now not less than it was when I bought it. But this is uh, uh, this is the thing you think um, you think you, the first thing you think when it goes up is oh I should have bought more. But then it's like no, it's a gamble. I had to own uh, buy as much as I could afford to lose. That's how you have to think about this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. High risk investments. High risk gambles it's my only one i put like 50 quid in so it's like now it's like 75 quid or something so it's like okay cool fine it's not gonna change again, my world dinner's on you <laughs> dinner's on me unless it goes down again it's, it's obviously it's fluctuating i thought that was quite 
I knew it was going to be eventually, so I feel mildly vindicated. I did read something this week that I uh, think is noteworthy uh, in your and my world, for specifically in Grand Podcast Land. Uh, Michael's cha- is your change day date public? Uh, no, but I can make it public. Mm. So I just I noted. So your change date is the same is the is the same day the date that my father died it's the anniversary of my father's death and I was reading that um and then somebody else I know got married on that day and Mm. obviously I didn't say to her oh that's the day my dad died (laughs) and then um my sister's best friend is born on that day and then I was reading the other day that the Amazonian tribes uh, sued their government I will find the article the specifics Mm. on the 26th of April and uh, one. <laughs> so okay, I was like, yes. It's a day It's going to be fine. Yeah, there's another July date where they go back to court where they might lose, you know, oh, the mic. Sort of like, and I was like, no, don't worry. 26th of April, you're fine. It's a significant day. Yes. Do you know what? Actually, like I did get an, a calendar reminder today, this morning. Today, I am 15,000 days old. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Useful. (laughs) Why not? Why not celebrate it? Let's talk about freedom. This morning we ran afoul of freedom of because we've got Choice. our own po- we've got our own podcast. We can talk about anything we want. What should we talk about? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Freedom is a very dangerous thing. Freedom Much is like a choice. Double pronged fork, as they say. <laughs> I one one of the quotes like from one of when I was a teenager, I was friends with a family. Uh, who had many children and we they're all you know beautiful creative people and uh but they never really like finished got any qualifications Mm. they never really did anything they never really like pushed themselves forward at all Mm. or progressed in those ways that are measured when you're 18 19 yeah one of our mutual friends said oh you know the problem with them is that their parents gave them the freedom to think about whatever they want but didn't give them anything to think about Hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, you've got the freedom to, you know, you still need some inputs into your freedom, I think. Like, you can't just say anything. That's just doesn't get you anywhere. Like, because, like, yeah, like you can feel, you can often feel much. So, yeah, because let's take to put this in um, chronic terms. um, You look at people in North Korea talking about all of the problems and uh, they've got no freedom and there's a threat of death for the slightest random thing. But if you ask them if they're happy, actually, they're probably happier than we are. Um, 
because the, the, all the things that captivity and uh, that like I think that the sort of social the community thing is there in a way that is not when everyone is sort of like exp in, an individual and sort of out on their own and free to do whatever they want supposedly it's like when we're all in the same boat there's a there's something human that connects us that is just I think we kind of lose when we're free. Not that I want to live in North Korea by any stretch of the imagination, but just the idea that freedom equal certainly freedom doesn't equal happiness. And that is, I think, the American mistake. Um, and when I hear like senators or whatever talking about how important it is that the uh, Americans have the right to choose their insurance provider. Yeah. Instead, no, just provide the best health care you can provide using the state like that is a completely false freedom and it's actually used to just like exploit people and and hurt people i think full freedom in a way connects very closely to libertarianism you know the freedom to do whatever you want yeah uh without consideration of consequences to yourself to the world to the planet um it does remind this is i don't know if this tangent works but what popped into my head was this conversation i was having recently with somebody i've, I've spoken about the fact that croatia there are quite a few very religious very conservative people yeah and i was sitting around the other day and somebody that i care for dearly was going well i read this article the other day this guy that had done all this research into homosexuality and was all about equality after 20 years, decided it was a disease and that it was an illness and it needed to be cured. And I was like, mm. cool. <laughs> I was like, you know, how to have, so, you know, <laughs> so we were having, you know, was, this is a person that's older than me. And, you know, I was just taking my time having a gentle conversation. I was thinking, mm. as I walk around, I was thinking, you know, what was wrong with this statement? It's like, well, let's start with the definition of disease, you know, like, mm. or illness. It's like, well, are they going to die from it? Is it going to harm them? So in this, sorry, in this, the reason I connected it to the freedom thing is like, you know, when people go, well, you're free to, if you want to do drugs, go for it. Or if you want to drink, go for it. It's up to you. You've got the freedom of choice. You're an, you're an adult. Um, there is that sort of, uh, it's like smoking is a big deal here. Uh, people still smoke here. And yeah. actually it irks me. Because it's, <laughs> it's like it's a horror. It's not because I don't mind if you smoke, but you. I know that it affects me if you do it near me, and it affects mm. my child. So please, if you want to smoke, go over there and do what you know. Like confine your influence to yourself if you're mm. doing something harmful. So it's like if this going back to this. I don't think it's a particularly tenuous link, but this idea that something is a disease, it's like, you know, is it hurting you? Is it hurting anybody else? Are you going to die from it? Is it? No, it's not. So therefore it's not a, so, so there needs to be some definitions around freedom. I think that, that sort of go like we've talked about before in that sort of freedom within societal boundaries. Yeah. And sometimes there are people with a, questionable agenda that want to limit people's freedoms so for example mm. state forced pregnancy which is basically what what's like this anti-abortion stuff is yeah like we want the state to force women to stay pregnant um it's, it's strange that you can talk about freedom and then sort of have that belief have that sort of have that sort of goal oh i was listening to a podcast about that the other day about this the, the America has this heartbeat clause 
And it's like based around the fact that when you're at six or seven weeks, uh, medicine can detect what is called a heartbeat. So if you're going through fertility treatment, you, you can be overjoyed at six or seven weeks to be told that there is a heartbeat. But it's not really a heartbeat because it's not a heart and it doesn't pump blood and there is no circulatory system and it's more like and it's not something you hear it's something you see because it's a flutter mm. of cells so it's like a a a gross misinterpretation of mm. um of medicine of science that's of science really and putting it attaching that to uh abortion laws because yeah. You know, this kind of, um, and I, I listened to, I think it was a Guardian podcast that had followed this through in America because of all these like massive uh, anti-choice uh, changes that are floating around. It's like a, it is a massive, uh, I don't really understand what drives it though, because so many of the people at the forefront of it are women. Like it's and I I don't I like because it's it's sort of you're you're looking for ways to control people you're looking for mm. ways to limit people's freedom at to 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 the end of because you think that if you do that you'll be better off is that it or is it is it is it just purely this sort of moral a, a moral confusion or I but I think it's just uh you don't think that you think that women aren't people and you just think that they're there if if you just think they're there to kind of carry your children and as you know receptacles for you then why would you want them uh potentially not carrying your children I don't know is, is, is yeah, it just it, it does, but then it, yeah. you say there are women standing up for this so I don't know it's very easy to get that but, Stockholm syndrome and get well, brainwashed yeah. into one of the women yeah one of the women I heard into I've definitely talked about this on the podcast she'd been interviewed about it a few years ago I listened to this and she'd as a 19 year old been heavily encouraged to have an abortion mm. which then obviously was upsetting because she didn't want one that wasn't mm. her choice it was a choice yeah. inflicted on her by her boyfriend's family and then everyone got on board and blah 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 so it's like mm. she's uh, sadly because of her tra trauma definitely it's a trauma yeah. because of her trauma she's taking it out on the wrong cause mm. you know she should be an ardent battler for women's freedom to choose yes but she's interpreted it as like if if i ban abortions nobody could have done that to me if abortion if abortions weren't allowed which is a you know yeah, she's trying to protect herself from bad people she's she wants the government to protect her from the bad people in her life yeah but it doesn't really, you know, it's, again, it's like people aren't very good at thinking of the consequences of the systems or no. pro process, like, um, or policies that they're imagining. And like, if you're not a particularly good systems thinker, and I think a lot of people aren't, um, you're, you're going to sort of like make slightly, I don't know, short-sighted, come up with short-sighted solutions. Like the same way, well, you know, working with a client that doesn't have a design mindset, they'll come to you with the solution and you'll kind of go, mm, that's not really the, can we, you kind of yeah. need to ask people what the problem is and then kind of go from there and try and solve it rather than just doing the first thing they thought of, which they're often very attached to.
I'm sick of using the word privilege, but we aren't aware of the freedoms we do have, but we're very aware of the ones we don't. So yeah, I true. can sort of get fixated on the fact that I have to work for a living, so it's really hard for me to sort of try something and fail at it without just kind of like having to go back to work and sort of like to have a year and then kind of try again. Uh, if I was just free, then everything would be... And I'm, of course, you, there's no... that would I would then have some different lack yeah. of freedom that I was railing against. Oh, my... my dad won't give me the money unless I do this stupid thing or yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's always decided and he won't you know yeah. they won't let me use the helicopter for anything it's just <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah, fair exactly them. yeah 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 um, so it's it's we, we should we should remember what freedoms we do have um, and I yeah it's very hard to kind of like remember that what, what, which ones you do have is my only point there well yeah um, I mean I, yeah I think I've got I'm sure I've said a fear of repeating myself but you know like I've I've always been well actually that's not true so my whole life I've been a multiple passport holder mm. which has meant that actually my freedom of movement has always been quite broad and the first mm. time ever I got to a border when we were doing our motorcycle trip and we, we'd, we'd landed in Alaska, gone into Canada, now we're re-entering the States. And the guy goes, oh, you've only got 28 days left on your Vista, Visa, whatever that thing's called. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? You feel it when it's gone. Yeah, so you 28 about- days? <laughs> I was like, what? And I really felt like I needed sort of a sugary sweet drink to get over the shock of like somebody telling me that I couldn't stay in America land for as long as I wanted to or for the three months. So yeah, I'm very, yeah, there's definitely that like you don't know until somebody goes, mm, no, you yeah, can't yeah. do that. I, but, I can't, I can't begin to like my angriest e- work email I've ever sent was someone telling me that I had to come back into work at like eight o'clock in the evening to fix something. I was like, who, what? the who do you think you are like that was like i will leave now like how dare you like uh, and and the fact that so many people feel they have no choice or just literally don't have any choice i the i mean maybe this is a bit conservative of me to think that people always have a choice but i guess they don't you know i think a lot of people don't have any choice but to have some jobs worth twat impose their dubious moral values on them and like force them to do stuff all the time and just be on that power trip well they've had this thing recently in the news in the uk where somebody got refused the morning after pill in the lloyd's pharmacy did you see that god no on personal grounds they refuse to serve somebody it's like no you know, on I, I, personal grounds, like yeah. I love, some of this language that people can start bringing in to just to just say gross stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, you know, on personal grounds, I don't like you know, I don't know. It's just, it's not. You're not allowed those kind of personal grounds. You know, freedom is actually quite a. It's such a. It's it it, it paints such a. I don't know, pretty pretty picture <laughs> but actually yeah. it can be quite sinister if you start thinking about it too much i think yeah, so, <laughs> i will um I, I just when i was in san francisco i did mention this like just hearing someone celebrating their freedom to make money i've got the freedom to make money 
which after our conversation just it's like the money is the freedom tokens like the yeah, money yeah, isn't yeah. the end the money is the means to freedom like you die I, I wonder what that person was coming from like to not feel free to make money to not feel free to work to not feel free to like do anything that anyone wants like that's not a freedom that's a that's 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 that's, that's, that's actually that's a so far below freedom <laughs> that's uh, like yeah, 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 yeah. what I, I hate that you're kind of that that's the limit of your imagination of what freedom could mean for for your life um, freedom to and um, what you yeah because i was talking to somebody this week who was like oh so you guys are over in croatia at the moment and yeah one of my friends did that sort of thing and now he travels and just works a bit and he used to be all about the money but i think i'm still all about the money and i was like yeah but there's no picture in your head of where that money leads you to <laughs> what what's it you know it's like a a very you know, we've. Yeah, it just seems like a a trap. It feels yeah. like a cage, like a uh, you know. Of course, a thousand times we've said it. Not you know, we have enough to be having these philosophical conversations. Yeah. However, like the the pursuit of money for money itself seems to me to be just of no value to you as a human. Yeah, and it's it's like, and then it's you sort of think I'm just going to think about I'm going to just get the money and then I'm going to be free to do whatever I want. And then yeah. like you see people getting really tripped up by that. People win the lottery, they have all yeah, this yeah, freedom, and then, and then they're, they're fucked. just yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. it's a disaster because you've never really thought beyond the fact that money is your biggest freedom inhibitor, but and that, like that, yeah. you've never really thought beyond. Well, I could just. I could get this whole area of the, the VIP area of the bar and spend 10 grand on champagne in one night. Like that's, yes, you'd be free to do that. But like, you, how, how do you kind of go beyond that without, it's hard, what? those thought experiments, like that, that thought experiment of having the money, like I had the Bitcoin thing. It was like, suddenly I was like, there is a possibility that I yeah. can do whatever I want. So what actually is whatever I, I want? want? And you kind of start going... Christ, it's only so many Macs you can buy. The other thing about this thing of pursuit of money on the subject of you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't affect me. Yeah. People who accumulate money do affect me. Oh, yeah. yeah they're yeah, yeah. the people with the private jets. They're the people spending them. They're the people making working conditions worse for other people. Yeah. If, you know, if, if all you're pursuing is cash, actually you're no better than a chain smoker sitting next to me, you know, blowing smoke in my face. You're, you know, just giving me a different kind of cancer. It's not a, and it's a societal cancer you're creating. So, so yes, I'm, I'm saying uh, that I have yet another reason to dislike people who, 
Accumulate cash. <laughs> Accumulating wealth and just forcing the rest of us to live our entire lives paying off interest for your, so you can have stuff. So we're paying for nothing for you to have whatever you want. Cool system, guys. Love capitalism. Um, I think I, if I got loads of money now, I think I'd just buy loads of land and stop people making anything on it. <laughs> just like, go, no, you can build, you can grow things. But you can't make anything on this unless it's some sort of a, you know, sort of stop the car parks and the roads and the that sort of development. So do some preserving. Because there is some billionaire that's bought a big chunk of the Amazon or something recently. Mm. But again, I'm sick of these fucking billionaires buying big chunks of the Amazon. Just Why wouldn't you just pay it? Just, just, just pay, yeah, just, just pay get rid tax. of your private jet, get rid of your 55 cars you've collected in your garage, whatever no, it is. I'm talking to you, Ivanka, on this uh, flight of fancy, though, as well. Just <laughs> give it to... That's the thing, it's like... Yeah, but after I've paid my taxes, I'm still going to be rich because well, I'm a billionaire. Pay more taxes. Pay extra taxes. How are we ever going to get out of this mess unless everyone pays extra taxes? That's what I want to know. Okay, I've uh, paid my 90% tax. I've still got some money left. <laughs> I would like to buy. Island. Oh, I might, I might. That's my, my next dream on this little island that I'm on is to buy just a little bit of forest hmm. and p- put a tent on it. <laughs> just sort of like go up there and sit in a bit of forest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not do anything with it. Oh, Just God. sit there going, oh, look, birds, bees, butterflies. <laughs> Don't know where freedom meets, meets feral. <laughs> I would like, one of the biggest things I would like to do if I had lots of money is sort of start to employ people, employ some people that I would like to be helping me, I think. What would they do? You know, it's amazing stuff. <laughs> like what? What do you need help with? No, well, what would you do? Well, I'd have, a, I'd have a, I'd have somebody who just kept telling me what to do, where I I'd, needed I'd to be. I'd a PA. That'd be good. Like, I'd love, I'd love a PA. I'd be yeah. like, oh, Ivanka, you're supposed to pick. You've got ten minutes to pick the child up. Okay, okay, <laughs> right. Go, go. Switch off your computer. No, you haven't replied to so and so's emails, and it's been five mm. days. But Google does that now. Thanks. Yeah, but who cares? Who cares what Google bot thinks? <laughs> well, have we gone off track a bit? No, 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 it's fine. Um, I think, like, what would you do if you had all the money in the world is a good um, way of kind of measuring, you know, your what you want from freedom. Um, and it's a good way of seeing what you don't feel like you're free to do now. I think you could probably put a tent up in a bloody wood. No problem right now. Why do you need to win the lottery? I don't need to win the lottery. That, that's not I the can, win the I can do one. that's No, that's not the win <laughs> the lottery. That's just one you're going to do I anyway. Mean, I, think, I think I'd probably do that on a bigger some version of that on a bigger scale like you know how i don't know riverford do farming and it's not purely profit driven so i'd have some sort of like sustainable business everyone gets paid well we're kind to the planet la 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 something you know like that kind of but on a bigger scale here's a thought experiment so you you just said that if you had all the freedom of loads of money you would limit other people's freedom to put up car parks and stuff yeah do you think freedom always leads to someone else like taking i've got more freedom i'm going to use that to take away other people's freedoms do you think that's a (laughs) a dynamic (laughs) probably well but that's more power though isn't it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, you know, and where do they intersect? Like freedom yeah. and power. Like, but this, yeah, but this goes back to the libertarian conversation. It's mm-hmm. like we need regulations and laws and restrictions to stop us doing, you know, stop us blowing our passive smoke into other people's faces. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, every everything we do that is harmful to because this is one of the things that makes me struggle this morning when we were talking about topics one of the things i'm struggling with at the moment is the fact that the climate crisis is something that i personally i can't protect my child from it on my own Mm. i can vaccinate her i can feed her well i can clothe her i can choose things i can teach her stuff i can do all sorts of things but if the planet's climate is collapsing I, on my own, as her parent, can't do anything about that. I need everybody to do it together. So every person who is blatantly and flagrantly flaunting that is, in my mind, and it, it, to me, is an enemy, not just of me, of, you know, the whole of humanity, of my child. Mm. People like that don't deserve freedom because their freedom directly, their concept of freedom, freedom to make money, freedom to build a coal mine directly impacts me and not just my me philosophically but my actual survival and health and that is i'm afraid not acceptable On a biological level, um, yeah, this freedom to find any hook or by crook, find a way to extract energy and exploit that, sell that. That's um, that's one of the basic drives of life is mm. to go and find some clever way of getting some stuff out of the ground or out of your surroundings so that you can sort yeah. of grow. Um, and I think... In itself, like, we have become so powerful as a species that that has become unconstrained by the laws of physics. It's, it's, in a weird way, yeah. it's become, we've, yeah, become yeah, yeah. we've come up with such machines that the natural constraints that any other living creature in all of, you know, biological history since the dawn of time has never had this sort of ability to tear out resources and 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 exploit them so that's why we need to have these that's why we need to impose these artificial limits on ourselves yeah but that's a that's a tough sell right because because you can see then everyone can see what they're not allowed to do and that's the thing they're upset about and that's the thing they're lobbying about and that's the thing that they're putting all their energy in to try and remove that barrier and it's it's a it's a losing battle it's a really difficult one which is why we need to not Brexit so that we can be part of something bigger and let's just all be part of some big Star Trek federation and all agree <laughs> that we're going to just stop people yeah. doing this bad stuff. But we, we, we need to... Pl- so, yes, we have, we have evolved, we have developed to a point where we can make all these clever machines that do all sorts of clever things, but that has also made us incredibly... Uh, given us a huge amount of hubris where we think that whatever problem we create, we can solve it. 
mm-hmm. and we un, unbound. We're just like, yeah, frack, yeah, fracking, yeah, let's create earthquakes. Never mind, we'll build stronger houses. You yeah. know, we'll pollute the water. Never mind, we'll clean it. We're just kicking problems into the long grass with this sort of. Mm confidence that we can fix it when we get yeah, there we feel we feel unlimited but actually no we're de- by a long way from that like yeah. we are way above what we've ever been but there's still a very long way from being able to solve any problem that comes along ever i, I mean yeah. and the reality is we are as you, as this species that have developed these skills to do all these things we are we are basically a cancer on the planet um and you know we look but don't forget don't forget like the counterpoint to that argument is that all this environmental catastrophe is being used to make people's lives, you know, to bring people out of poverty and make most people's lives better than they might be if they didn't have a lot of these things. So, like, this isn't just, we're not just doing this to f- destroy the planet. No, like, no, we're no, kind no. of doing this for us, and we need to remember that we matter too. Yeah. Like, if you just sort of like, take humans out of the equation then what's the point of anything like if your daughter isn't the person behind that like is your your daughter you know you're not going to say that about your daughter no i'm not of course i'm not but we are uh but we i think we do need to think about ourselves in this more symbiotic relationship it's like you know the whole way you cure cancer i mean chemo relies it's basically a bit like can we kill the cancer before the before we kill the host is what chemo is based on as far as I can establish and it's like we don't really want to um we need to change we need to be more symbiotic with our host and with our co co co-inhabitants of the planet otherwise we can't and that means other humans as well what you said earlier about you know all these kind of abortion laws and anti-choice stuff being about um not seeing women as people i think a lot of our problems stem from the fact that you know we don't see refugees as people we don't we forget we we, we distance ourselves oh they're not like us we're not them and all that not seeing other people as people is the root of such evil So I've said, like, the, you know, if you if you try and control people, if you try and limit people's freedom, if you try and limit businesses' freedom to do whatever they want, they will attack that. And, and it's sort of like that story of, like, OK, the sun and the wind have a fight to have a thing about you can get this person's coat off and the wind blows and blows and they pull it tighter and the sun just kind of beams down light and it's, oh, I'm a bit warm, takes it off naturally. I think that's an empathy. So And I think that applies to someone smoking near you the reason you get angry is like, can this person not see that this is something that I would not like that is hurting me that like is making me feel bad? Like, why can this person not see that? And that is then that's where the role of art comes in. That's where the role of stories comes in and where we need to. What has happened is we've we've as media has become more distributed and people can pick and choose what they want a bit more and there isn't like people can find stories to tell themselves that get them off the hook for being a racist for being like anti this for being anti flat you can be a flat earther now and have other people to talk to that won't laugh you out of the room you can you can believe that you know you can you can find things that you want so that's the stories and that empathy that that sort of empathy gap that is growing like how, how I I always think like the business needs to see 
Like the, the flip side of imposing a restriction is that the business needs to see how doing this is going to hurt them, even if they can't immediately see it. And that's where the role of stories and like just kind of clarity and empathy and all those kinds of things come in. Um, I don't know quite what my point is here, but I, if people could just see beyond their narrow little kind of like sweaty fight to survive and see that, if I, I th you know, yeah. just in the same way, if I eat this chocolate bar, I'm going to feel better for two seconds and then I'm going to feel horrible, you know. So what one of the things that I was thinking about earlier that I think uh, is coming coming into focus is this you know, so as I, I had a conversation with my washing machine repairman here in Croatia land, because all Croats are philosophers, <laughs> like to talk about politics. Mm -hmm. We were having a little chat while he was fixing my washing machine. And he was talking, we were talking about, um, you know, rubbish, picking up rubbish on the beach and things like that. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, he said, you know, the thing is, if you look at the animal world, if you, if you take us back to we're animals, you look at the animal world, the lion has no sympathy for the antelope it just killed. There's no empathy there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go, oh, it's yeah, just yeah. lost its child. It's like, and so, and I was like, yeah, okay. You know, on that sort of, on this idea, that we are animals um then yes everyone should be walking around grabbing whatever they can and whatever they need to survive and you can understand those motivations but no it's a circle of empathy the lion wouldn't just go and murder another lion because that's this you know, they'd be like oh you're one of me like i've got to kind of think like i'm, I'm genet genetically similar and therefore i am programmed with these drives that prevent me from just like murdering my children like um it's it's that circle of empathy thing with the lion and the gazelle and we're seeing refugees as you know gazelles yeah instead of seeing them yeah. as other lines and it's like but yeah. but then i w i would l like to think and perhaps i'm wrong is that we've also we've we, we not only do we have this ability to make all these crazy machines but we have the ability we produce art we write stories we make music we do all these yeah. things that would indicate that we have the ability the the imagination to be more than a lion. Yeah, and that's what we that's what we hope. The role of art in increasing people's sort of circle of empathy, of, of, yeah. of kind of understanding the consequences of their actions, that a bit more like a lot of it, I think, is just kind of seeing someone from someone else's perspective and understanding that. And I don't know of a better way to do that than art. But we also have this problem that people are kind of able to ignore the stuff that doesn't support their existing beliefs now. So it's kind of harder to get anyone, everyone on the same page. Yeah, I suppose weirdly, all the you know made up stuff on the internet is also an art form. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like all this stuff stories. is like, well, just a, a thing you can give your attention to, and it's stories at the end yeah, of the day. It's it is. like here are the stories I can tell myself. Mm. It's it's it would be interesting to find out what that person who is dumping poisonous waste in like a lake, what story they're telling themselves. It would, yeah. Because I'm not sure we, I'm not sure I know. I'm not sure how someone can justify that to themselves. No without having switched off a part of themselves, like without actually just being a gangster who is a bit of a psychopath that doesn't believe that anyone else's needs matter around them. And is it literally psychos, like psychopathic people that are doing most of the damage? I think you actually count it up and there's a very small number of companies doing 95% of the damage. Yeah, it is. And it, but the, uh, you remind me, um, you know, our conversation that we had in that Cambridge Analytica conversation about the, the psychopath at the top and whether or not mm. they'd been separated from their loving parents too early. 
The uh, yeah. I read this article, I think George Monbiot wrote it, which was that anyone wanting to be PM needs to have a psychological evaluation. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. you know, needs to go to therapy before they're <laughs> yeah. allowed to, to be. And I think, you know, going back to the freedom thing. Yes. I think it is about being self-aware. Because what you were saying about what would you do if you had all the money in the world? I mean, I've, I feel like, I have slowly adjusted and adjusted my life that I, I'm not sure what, if I, I don't know what lack of money is stopping me doing now. Do you know what I mean? I might buy mm. more plants more quickly. I don't know, but you know, mm. plants take, you can't build a finished you garden. Can't you, you can't, can't rush these things. things. Can't it's do. like, I might, what else might I do? I don't know. I just, I'm quite happy at the moment, you know, to d this week, <laughs> last week I was mm -hmm. a bit more grumpy. Perhaps I'd have had a slightly different, and that's the other thing. I think, I think one of the things that self-awareness gives you is that ability to check in with yourself and remind yourself that, you know what, last week you were really happy and this was a good life. And just because you're annoyed yeah. this week, because I don't know, the sort of something yeah or something was yeah which was my i've had a bit of a week like that this week where i'm like oh mm. i can't do the news it's too depressing um actually there are lots of positive stories and uh so got to cling to those but yeah my freedom is i don't know freedom is a tricky thing to pull off to understand, yeah, to like appreciate. And then, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hard thing to pull off, but it's also a hard thing to recognise that you have it, like which ones you have. And like something that's been on, it was going to be a YouTube video, but I thought it was a bit too, like, I don't know, personal or something. But um, I think the freedom that I wish I had, I just want to feel like I can play with my toys. <laughs> like I could just play sometimes. And I don't know what it is. I sort of like, I'm always like, if I just had, I can't, that's, that's such a low priority. I'm just not allowed to do it. And, but that's one of those ones that I could just say, okay, well, play with your toys for a, an hour a day, yeah. half an hour a, a week, just play. Like, and just, why won't I let myself do that? I'm not sure. But yeah, sometimes the uh, the biggest inhibitor of freedom is you blame it on something else. You blame it on not having enough money. You blame it on, uh, well, it's, there's lots of other things people can blame freedom, their lack of freedom on that are a lot more legitimate. Um, but I think you can all, you can find a way through. Like you can decide, well, if this is what's important to me, I'm going to, I'm yeah. just going to do it and like, deal with it <laughs> deal with the consequences yeah. or like actually find out what would happen like we don't realize how much freedom we do have yeah. and that's i think a problem in the same way of like you know measuring keeping your being being happy is about recognizing when you are happy <laughs> um mm. maybe uh feeling freedom is about recognizing the things in your life that you are free to do that you have control over yes which freedoms you have which freedoms you have all right thanks for listening thank you for listening if you like the podcast you can go to grandpodcast.com good domain and there's a big subscribe button there if you haven't clicked that already um, where can people find you Ivanka people can find me at Ivanka on Twitter 
And you can find me at michaelforestmusic.com, goodtohear.co.uk, blankstate.org, I don't know, like loads of places, YouTube. Find me on YouTube. I got a new supporter this week that I didn't even know. So that's something else. Do you want to support us on Patreon? Be our first, our our third supporter, because I think we would say thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Annette as our two patrons at the moment. If you want to be on that list, we will thank you until it becomes impractical. Uh, Patreon.com slash grandpodcast. And another thing that you can do for us, if you're feeling uh, generous, is write us some reviews and ratings, share the podcast with your friends, tell people about it, uh, just generally spread the love. And what we really like, if you don't want to do any of the other things, is uh, send us a little bit of feedback. Tell us what's good, what's bad, what we should do more of, what we should do less of. And also, um, that's it, really. That's the end. Well, we do what we can, but just tell us what's good, you know. Like, it's hard for us to... (laughs) Tell us what you liked, because sometimes I don't know what people like about things. Um, No, you can can give us all sorts of, like... um, You can just tell us, like, if you wish it was something else. We may not be able to make it that other thing. Because we are quite tight on time and uh, imagination, apparently. <laughs> like we've got, it's hard for us to do anything that actually requires forethought and research. So we're just really like the forethought is our, you know, decades of life experience that we're just going to pour into this podcast and sprinkle it with a bit of recent insight that we've had from whatever we've read. So with that, thanks for listening. Thank you for we'll listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.